Daily Show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. And uh, I got to have a word about uh, brevity. It is very important that we start to wrap our minds around. We just don't need all of the labor in conversations. Cut out the details. Two things we need to work on. Adopting the zipper merge and shortening conversations. There's not enough time in the world to hear all the details about how you came up with the fantasy football league. Poor Chris in Minnesota. My God. I... I've got a, a, a row of faces that are enjoying the live stream with me. Now, Chris is the commissioner of the Eric Zancho podcast. Go such a, uh, go suck a BBD football league. And right away, you know, I, I, I have a couple of questions and then he gives me so much backstory. And I'm like, oh, no. And I'm looking at the faces, and one in particular is here right now. He just wrote on the chat, Jesus, that was excruciating. It's because he's got sense. Adam S., he was making this face like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, okay, all right. As soon as I saw that, I mean, I could, I, I, the alarms were going off in my head, too. I was like, Jesus, man. Skip the labor. Give me the baby. We don't need... We don't need that much uh, explanation. And he's going, I'm like, oh, fuck. What have I done? What have I done? And so finally, I just... I actually said... I said, stop. Stop it. I interrupted him. And I think we need more of that in the world. Enough. Stop. Eric needs to save us by hearing the details and then telling us the main points. Yes. Why can't everybody else do that? Get to it for fuck's sake. Jesus. And then he's getting, and then he, uh, you know, this is a, this is a big tough guy who then gets sensitive. And then, uh, every time he speaks at that point forward, He's, he's referencing, oh, yeah, I talk too much. Come on, just quit it. Some of you, Kenny I, was the king of this. There was a time when Kenny would do this all the time. He just, it's like, oh, Jesus, stop. Just too many details. Just get to it, man. You got to understand. And it isn't just because of the ADHD. I was looking at the uh, color drain out of the faces on these poor people who were subjected to that. As the show continued yesterday, if you missed it on the live stream for the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, he then decided to take off his clothes, show us the tattoos on his back, which are inspired, which were inspired by video games that he likes. The 
it's clear the main supporters of this sh- of this show are are deranged. Adam says, I might not come back. No, Adam, you got to come back. You got to give it another try. The The live stream of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. I will not let it go that far. Um, I, I'm going to have people on a shorter leash. I need to announce that at the start of those shows. Say, look, um, we're all in this together, having a good time. I might come to you, but if you start to, to, to veer off into that absurd territory of too many details, Oh, fuck. I also revealed some personal information about myself. That was a big hit, apparently. Overall, it was a great time. Uh, Linda says, can we get the fantasy football link again? Well, all right. Yes. Yes, you can. But... I'm going to have to send that to you after the show. Um, we, we do have some controversy. You know, the, here's the thing that you often hear about these fantasy football leagues. Um, something as simple as this, it just gets fucked up because too many people. And uh, I blame the Kuipers family for messing up our league. Now, there's there's 20 teams in it, and that's... a and, uh, it, I asked Chris, the commissioner, I go, uh, 20 teams is, is just about the right amount. It might even be a little bit too many because there's, there's only so many players you can draft. And that's all he had to say. But he proceeded to give us like a 25-minute explanation. And then I was like, okay, stop. That's all he had to say was that. So, all right. The 20 teams filled up quickly. I got one. Ben was left out in the cold. The Kuipers brothers... Matt and Kevin somehow between the two of them, and they've done this before they've actually participated in fantasy football league. Somehow these two knuckleheads signed up between them for five of the teams, five Matt signed up for three teams. Kevin signed up for two. So one quarter of all of the teams are the Kuipers. And you can't do that. And I guess they did that by accident. I don't know. How do you, how do you do that? I am. Okay. Now Kevin says we both repaired it. We fixed it. So I guess you can still sign up now. I guess those, those spots have opened up. So they're going to fill up fast. So if you've got the link, they're going to fill up fast. If not, you're screwed. I, I, none of this would have happened. If, if, uh, you know, when I said, okay, sign up now, there you go. You got 20 spots. Good luck. Hope you get one. And then that's it. And then it should have filled up. And then we're on to the next phase of it. Instead, I have to go with, oh no, it's full. But two guys took a quarter of them and, uh, uh, okay. Now they've, uh, 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 fixed it. So go back and see if you can get in. It's all, it's all screwed up. And then you've got a commissioner who you ask him a, a simple question that requires an answer of yes or no. And then 45 minutes later, you've got drool running out of your mouth. Uh, you're, you're, you're dying of starvation and it's, it's completely screwed up because he can't stop talking to you. Now I understand Chris, as much as I love you that, you know, at the homeland there in Minnesota, 
You probably don't get a lot of interaction because you're busy yelling at everybody in the household and they don't want to talk to you because you're screaming at them all the damn time. But don't take it out on us with your boring stories uh, that go back 50 years about how you became a fucking commissioner of a fantasy football league. Jesus, I'm doing you a favor. Edit. You must edit. Good God, you're killing me. This was the face Adam S. made. Uh, And if you're not watching this, you won't be able to tell, but just imagine anguish and pain. Uh, Chris started sentence number 8,000. And Adam actually went, he looked like, you know, he was uh, lost in the desert. He just had this look on his face like there was no end to this. Mm-mm-mm. You must be great at your job of pig slaughtering um, to have survived the interview process. Either that or the person that was interviewing hung themselves during the interview. Uh, Jimmy in Maine is not much better. It was so bad between these two idiots that I had to turn to Kenny, of all people, for brevity. Now, that is that is turnabout. <laughs> the comment, he bores the pigs to death. You know, and this is coming from a guy who used to work with Hot Wings, who in is the luckiest man in radio in 30 years of his radio career has never in 30 years said anything uh that is not boring you make hot wings look interesting Take 18 speed or whatever lemon lime donuts handlebars eight <laughs> Uh, yeah, trail mix <laughs> while riding 22 miles on my on my bike. What what kind of a mongrel? <laughs> donuts because <laughs> so we gotta we gotta go to work. We gotta go to work on the self editing. Now I don't want any pouting from you, Chris. None. You're beloved on this show. Especially the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast that went on last night. I will uh, publish the audio of that a little later on for Patreon members. You are beloved, but you're a little uh, little wordy. Reel it in. Give us the give us the baby, now the labor. Uh, I have an update on my uh, attempted race with Mike Ball, the Grand Rapids Half Marathon, coming up October 16th. They're reaching the end of uh, week eight of the 16-week training program. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Yesterday was tough. Uh, My legs were a disaster. Dead legs. They did not want to run. My legs did not want to go. My heart and lungs did. It was so bad that 
Um, if if I'm getting to a certain pace that actually is taxing my heart and my lungs, it's it's actually painful. It it hurts. So I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? I go, well, I'll just do the workout and just do it as fast as I can, as much as I can tolerate. So here's what I had to do. I had to do uh, eight of these half mile repeats. Now I didn't even come close to doing them at the pace that I'm supposed to be doing them, but I did do it just not as fast as I wanted to. And then when you get done with that, then you got to run four quarter mile repeats, which is just one lap around a track, but I was on a treadmill. So 400 and I completely bagged those. I said, that's it. I'm done. After the half miles, half mile, you, you, you do a half mile and then you jog for a quarter mile to recover. Half mile jog. You do that eight times. Okay. Got that done. But I thought to myself, it's all right because I just had a conversation with Mike Ball via text and I've got very, very good news. And the playing field may be leveled to some degree unless if this guy is lying. I talked about this on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast last night, so bear with me if you heard that already. But I'm going to drop it here. Yesterday, 4.04 p.m. I'm still too slow, Mike. He writes, first off, that phone call was freaking hilarious. He's uh, talking about Saul from uh, Sal from maintenance calling Cedar Point. If you missed it, it's everywhere. Then he says, I'm not much better than you right now. And I don't know how he knows that, but he says, I'm still battling the right knee issue. And I'm like, oh, really? Well, that is excellent news. Your knee is hurting. That makes me happy. And I was supposed to do, uh, it's an event called the Michigan Titanium Ironman last weekend. He was supposed to do that. However, (laughs) great news. He was diagnosed with COVID. So this is the only time Someone I know has gotten COVID and I pump my fist. Now I take it back. There was a few other people that got it and I pump my fist. Mike Ball got COVID and I'm like, yes. He got COVID 10 days ago. He's still struggling to get back at it. So he says, and I wrote no shit. Oh man, that sucks. But what, now what I meant to say was, This is great news. Now he is okay, but, uh, this is, this is what I needed. I needed this to happen. Uh, yesterday, I guess he was out walking his new dog. He got a new dog, something doodle. And he couldn't talk to me because he was out walking. It's like, what? Huh? You. Hey, uh, yesterday you couldn't talk because you were walking the dog. No, I'd take the dog out to go to the bathroom, and I had left my phone inside. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, and you and the dog's doing great. The dog is great. How old is the dog? Uh, twelve weeks. 
Is this a dog that you picked up from like a puppy mill? Uh, no, I was a breeder. It was a breeder. It was a breeder. Yeah, and it's it's a what doodle again? Australian Labradoodle. So it's a mutt. No, it's a purebred. So it's an Australian Shepherd, a Labrador, and a and a poodle. Uh, you're just a dummy. Wait, wait, explain you, it. Explain I, it to me. I thought me. you liked dogs. I thought you knew something. Well, I mean, you said Australian Labradoodle. Is that not three different dog breeds combined? Go to Google. Look it up. It's, it's purebred. You're good. Yeah, but wouldn't it be easier for you to just explain it to me? No, because you got that thick skull up top there. Nothing gets through there. Well, anyway, you got the dog, and uh, so that's a, now I, I, is this the first dog you've ever had? No, no, we used to have dogs all the time, but first dog in 10, 12 years, so. We're uh, back raising babies again. Kent uh, says, yeah, that that's a mutt. So I don't know uh, if you believe that. He he actually called it a mutt. That, that's horrible. Yeah, that's, that's I'm offended, actually, so. I think I might just hang up and cancel my Patreon. Yeah, I didn't say it. He said it. Well, I'm well, I might have said it earlier. But anyway, uh, <laughs> and then Linda says, "Adopt, don't shop." Well, the toothpaste out of the tube. So All right. Okay. Anyway, um, I I revealed the good news about you to the audience. Good. Good. You, you are you aware of what I'm talking about? I have no clue, actually. So. Uh, the The good news is about you are injured and you had COVID. Yes, both true. <laughs> um, so running has been, you haven't run for weeks then? I've run a couple times this week. Okay, so you're starting so, to get back just, at it it's maybe. It's been like at Eric Pace, so. Eric Pace, okay. Yes. All right. Um, do you agree or get, agree or disagree? You've lost some fitness. Oh, we've definitely lost some fitness. Okay, we have uh, eight eight weeks until our race, just over. Correct. All right. Um, so I just wanted to kind of get a little state of the union from you. Um, and Tyler says if Mike uh, wins, it will be even more embarrassing for Eric. I don't know if it could be more embarrassing than last year. Yeah, I, I, that that was. I may have committed a crime, like abuse of the elderly or something. Like it was, year, it that was, was, oh, it was so bad. It was yeah. so bad. Now, look, I remember when that race started, you were right in front of me by about a hundred feet. And then you made that right turn. And then that other sharp right turn headed North. And I didn't see you anymore. You were gone. I didn't see you for the rest of the race. Uh, yeah, that's true. And finishing the race. That last straightaway, I actually wanted to give up. It was so bad. If it wasn't for you on Facebook embarrassing me, I wouldn't have. I would have. I was just gonna leave. I was just gonna go to my car and leave. We should all watch that video again. That was oh, that was fun. Okay. Well, I I wish you the best. Congrats on the new dog. Uh, yeah. Has the dog started to pee in the house yet? Yeah, that that started day one. So. Do you have carpeting? We do have carpeting. So that's what the dogs, it's just completely destroying the house. Uh, not, no, we're, 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 we're working on it. He's, 
He doesn't have hardly many accidents anymore, but we're well. It doesn't matter. There, the dog thieves once the house is the carpeting is destroyed. It doesn't. Yeah, we're we're twelve years into that house. We'll be calling Bennett here at some point. So. Okay, so basically, the the the, the carpeting is just a d- giant place for the dog to pee. I mean, I've I've lived this. I know what this is like. You got to rip out everything and put some flooring down. You got to call Bennett. That, that that'll be the plan. Don't worry. All right. Okay, um, I appreciate you. I don't think anybody's going to change their bet. They're still betting on you for this thing. Is uh, is the plan today to deliver Little Debbie's? The plan is not. I'm actually down in Chattanooga this weekend. We have some, like, distributor meetings and, uh, yeah, but I'm, I think I'll get a run-in down here, though. So you're so. you're in a hotel right now? I'm in a hotel room right now. Okay, so the family's back home. You uh, in Chattanooga, Little Debbie, awesome. Yes. Okay. Well, I appreciate you as always. Yeah. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm glad you liked the sale and maintenance call. Dude, that was, that was, that might've been the best one ever. That was, <laughs> that was the fact that the guy didn't catch on that what you were trying to do it. Yeah. You know, well, that was, he's, he's that from, was o- he's from Ohio. So, you know, I mean, come on. A little bit dumber. Hey, let me ask you this one while I, while I got you, have you been watching that show hard knocks? Uh, parts of it. I haven't, I haven't sat down and watched the whole thing yet, but oh I've seen the Aiden Hutchinson. I've seen the uh, parts of the second one there. So, um, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid again. Oh, you're all in again? Yeah, yeah, I am. Oh, God. Haven't you learned in your 50 years? Well, I mean, I always drink the Kool-Aid, but I when I drink the Kool-Aid, I, I think they'll be they'll win six games. That doesn't, you know, that's that's not exactly great. Oh, they're going to get blown out by 30 week one against Philly. <laughs> oh God, that would be so terrible. Holy shit. <laughs> you want to jump out your dormer window. There. I know it. I'll be so, I'll be so heartbroken. When will I learn? Uh, all right. Very good. I will. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you down the road. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See it. Mike ball, Mike ball, who I'm taking on in the uh, grand Rapids half marathon. A wonderful, wonderful soul there. Australian Labradoodle. Daisy, quit. I'm going to throw paper towel at you. Australian Labradoodle. Oh, I hate these dogs. Oh, no. You're like, well, let's see it, Eric. There you go. That is the Australian Labradoodle. Actually, I don't I don't hate any dogs. I love all dogs. They're absolutely awesome. Australian Labradoodle Wiki. Crossbreed Labrador Retriever. Miniature or toy poodle? Well, that's just a Labradoodle. What about an Australian Labradoodle? I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, that's what Mike Ball has. Very good. All right. So for the audience that are enjoying the show on Twitch, uh, you guys stay right there. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. This is how this works. You get the hand uh, handful of minutes to start the show. 
and then I kind of like kick you out and then off you go with your day. But if you want the rest of the show, you got to go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. And you can check out the rest of the show as it happens live today, Friday, August 19th, 2022. As always, you can download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Just search my name and you can uh, listen to the audio on demand and uh, that way. But uh, if you want it live, it is on Twitch. So uh, I'm going to wrap it up and I will kind of kick you out, send you off on your way and you uh, you have a good one. Or go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Fill out your little username there and hit the follow button and then the subscribe button and off you go. You can check out the show as it happens live. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc facebook and twitch brought to you by irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. YouTube brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance, Frank the Tank Fuss. Okay, so here in the great state of Michigan, uh, there is a uh, bit of drama going on with these uh, handful of dudes who are accused of coming up with a plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Uh, This is all back in response, according to the prosecution, to Whitmer and the um, pandemic response. Businesses getting shut down, shit like that. So word got around that there was these handful of dudes that were coming up with a plot to kidnap her. And there was an uh, there was an FBI informant there, or an FBI a member of the FBI. I don't even know what the hell I forget. But when this was broken up, however long ago, and then these people arrested, they then uh, held the trial, and um, two of the guys were acquitted. Some of the guys turned and were uh, what do you call it? They ratted out the rest of the group. And then there was like a mistrial. So right now they're having another trial for these, these two dudes. But some of the guys that were acquitted in the first one now, um, they're, uh, they're trying to restart their lives. They were in jail for quite a long amount of time, like a year and a half while they were trying to uh, beat the rap. And amazingly, they did beat the rap. So, all right. The retrial is going on right now. For uh, Adam Fox, 
and Barry Croft Jr. They've got updated mug shots, these two. Uh, the guy on the left, Barry Croft Jr., he had a, uh, a giant beard in the first one. He looked a little bit more crazy. And Adam Fox uh, looked, looked a little different. It looks like he, he's actually gained some retardation since this whole thing started now. This mugshot is much less intimidating. He looks a little bit beaten by the, the uh, jail system as, be, as he's been awaiting uh, for this trial to get underway. So audio, check. And video, check. Here's the latest as this trial gets underway. Uh, underway. Testimony in the retrial of Adam Fox and Barry Croft is expected to end tomorrow. Fox and Croft are accused of organizing the plot to kidnap the governor over the state's COVID-19 shutdown in the summer of 2020. Their first trial ended in a hung jury and the acquittal of two other men. Look at Whitmer. What an absolute babe. She is so pretty. You say Shell Lafergy has more from the federal courthouse in Grand Rapids. As this retrial nears an end, we're hearing from one of the men found not guilty in the first trial. I mean, this is a group of dudes who shoot guns and talk crap. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this, this, is, uh, this is the guy who uh, decided to really get made up and, and, and walk, clean himself up to be out in front of the courthouse to show support. So all these obvious tattoos, he's taken a bath, he's shaved his hair appropriately, he's got his, uh, he's got his big beard. He's taken the gauges out of his ears, which makes it look like he's got vagina. He's destroyed his body, this guy. Of course, this is the guy who would get together, talk crap, and shoot guns. Brandon Caserta should know. He was part of the group. Caserta was one of 13 men arrested in October of 2020, <laughs> charged in connection with a plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer over the state's COVID-19 lockdown. Caserta was tried along with Adam Fox. Look at these four. Jesus. See what I mean about Adam Fox? He looks a little bit more sinister there compared to what he looks like now. Now he's a little more dopey. Fox, Barry Croft, and Daniel Harris this spring. The jury found Caserta and Harris not guilty. They couldn't agree on a verdict for Fox and Croft, who the government claims led the effort. Government lawyers asked for a retrial. I think it's sad, you know, I think it's ridiculous that the government's still going to try to... I, I'm, I'm angry that the cameraman got a side shot of Brandon Caserta because we're seeing that screwed up looking ear. My God. What a shit show. Continue to push this narrative that these people are actually terrorists. I hope this jury does, you know, the same thing that the last jury did for us. They don't deserve to be in here for saying mean things and offending people. But federal prosecutors say Fox and Croft's actions went well beyond saying mean and offensive things. For the last two weeks, they presented evidence to the jury they say shows Fox and Croft organized the planning and training that would result in the kidnapping of Governor Whitmer from her northern Michigan cottage, either taking her to Wisconsin. Is that her cottage? I hope not. Where they would try her or leaving her stranded on a boat in Lake Michigan. The defense claims the FBI, through undercover agents and informants, were behind the plan and that Fox and Croft were duped into going along with it. The FBI obviously concocted this entire thing, and without them present, this would never ha have happened. 
Caserta spent 18 months in jail before the jury decided his fate in April. And while he thinks Fox and Croft should be acquitted, he didn't help their case. Caserta was subpoenaed <laughs> to testify for the defense, but instead pled the Fifth Amendment earlier this week. Okay, so you'll stand in front of the courthouse and say that obviously they should be acquitted. Your friends asked you for help in their own trial, and you said, no, I'm taking the fifth. Why? While Caserta was clear of federal charges, there were concerns his testimony could incriminate him in pending state cases involving the kidnapping. Well, you didn't do anything. Why, why would you be worried about that? If all you're going to, you already were acquitted on federal charges. Your friends are facing those federal charges. You have the ability under oath to help get them off. And you've already been acquitted on federal charges. Why wouldn't you be acquitted on state charges? No, nah, just to be safe, I'm not going to help those guys. What? Caserta has been a free man since April 8th, which was also his birthday. He says he's not giving up his anti-government views, but he's not looking over his yeah, shoulder. This guy's an idiot. And all of these anti-government scum are idiots. I hate anti-government people. First of all, because they look like this asshole. Second of all, because they're anti-government scum. Everything was taken from me. My entire life was just taken from good from beneath me, and I'm still trying to build that back up. But oh yeah, it's happening. Things are moving forward. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're gonna have a great job. Piece of you shit. Know, I'm sure the FBI is still gonna continue to watch me. Good, they should. But so I would. Doesn't change my beliefs. Uh, the defense is expected to wrap Jesus. up their case tomorrow with closing arguments set for Monday. And after that, it goes to the jury. In Grand Rapids, Joel Lafergi, News 8. Oh, God, I hope they're convicted. We need less of these people on the street. Because, you know, when things like Mar-a-Lago happen, uh, guys like this are the ones that are going to attack uh, uh, federal buildings and FBI complexes, shit like that. This guy is lying to our ears. Yes. Kyle says these guys are too stupid to understand what's going on. Okay, I'm confused. Is soaked in bleach Stevie or is hissy fit Stevie? Or are they both Stevie? I, I, I lose track. Uh, Tyler says maybe... Stevie says both are me. Why do you have two? Are you are you like a lurker? <laughs> uh, Tyler says, well, maybe next time he wants to play make-believe Patriots with his buddies, he will think twice. Yeah, I, I cannot stand these assholes. And they think because they listen to Sean Hannity that they've got all their talking points down and they act like they're a, a, a free thinkers. So, you know, they're, they're uh, patriotic, but they're not. They're just believing the same bullshit that the other one spews to them. Uh, Dirty Donut Ray says he looks like a Zaniac. Yeah, former Zaniac. Yes, that's true. That's why I'm so glad I got rid of my anti-government trash listeners, uh, the group formerly known as the Zaniacs. So excellent. Stevie, LOL, different computers. I can't remember passwords. Well, I'm with you on that one. I am with you on that one. All right. So I found that story to be just incredible. Uh, all right.
The Patreon bonus podcast is going to happen a little bit later on for this beautiful Friday. And I just uh, had somebody sign up known as Volt Lover, fake name. Uh, Volt Lover signed up. I wonder if that's a lurker. Sometimes I get, uh, I'm learning that there are people that are lurking around and they're, they're actually paying for the Patreon to lurk. Thank you, Volt Lover. I appreciate that. Sign up for the Patreon. Uh, there's uh, all sorts of great perks in there for you, in addition to 15-plus hours of content each and every week. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I've got a guy that's going to help you navigate healthcare.gov and the Medicare system and Social Security. My policy shop insurance, that is Frank Fuss. So if you're unemployed, in between jobs, or your employer does not offer health care, this is what you need to do. Go to buyinsurancehere.com. And if you fit, I mean, seriously, it, it's it's time for you to get health care. And uh, the way it's set up, you can't like say, well, I can't do it. It's, I just can't afford it. You You can afford it. And you need this. Because if something happens to you and you're sidled with monumental health care bills, uh, I mean, that could pretty much ruin you. Reach out to Frank. And on, honest to God, you can have insurance by the end of the day today. Great insurance. 616-914-4070. 616-914-4070. He will tell you how it works. Some of you just don't know how healthcare.gov works. Now, if you have it, offered by your boss, like if your employer offers you insurance, you cannot get uh, insurance through healthcare.gov. Uh, but it's set up to insure you. So take advantage of it. And uh, you'll get the info about how the government will give you a tax subsidy to make the pe- uh, premium, premium, premium payment for you. Uh, you do have to cover some of it, but not all of it, not the majority of it. In addition, he is the expert on the on Medicare and a uh, Medicare Advantage Plan expert in Social Security. You can also call or text him, 616-914-4070. Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Paintball this weekend, TC Paintball. What a great time we had last, uh, last time. Paintball War number 19. And uh, looking forward to doing it again, doing it again. You can uh, make uh, arrangements like an appointment a paintball date, if you will, for this weekend if you reach out to TC Paintball. Otherwise, drop in during the week. Little League and Ladies' Day is Wednesday. TCPaintballGR.com. You're going to get hooked when you start playing, and you'll like, hey, I want to buy my own paintball gun. And uh, they are fully stocked with all the different choices you need, and you can try them out right there. Great stuff. TC Paintball, thank you. Comedy this weekend, Full House Comedy. If you want to go see a comedy show, see who's appearing, fullhousecomedy.com. Why we can't have nice things. Yellowstone National Park is uh, a must-see. If at some point you're like, boy, we, I want to do something different. I want to take a trip. Go there. It's incredible. You're going to see just about everything you can possibly see. Wildlife, uh, geothermic activity. You're going to see a wildfire. You're going to see the thing because especially in the summer months, um, 
if you're driving through there, you'll see on the hillside, it's just burning. And people are like, ah, no big deal. That, one, that one's no big deal. When we were driving through there, I was like, oh, there, there's wildfires everywhere. That, that's like a regular thing now. That's like part of the allure. Come to Yellowstone, see a wildfire. Uh, I've talked about the uh, uh, great prismatic or grand prismatic spring. The hot springs, the sulfur springs, the geysers. All you got to do is look. Stay on the path and look. Oh, also you got to yell because when the idiots walk off the path, you're supposed to yell at, hey, and get someone's attention. See something, say something. They have it set up where... um, there is a a, a, a w- wooden decking built everywhere. So you can just walk along this fabricated decking to see all the cool things you can see. The second you step off, that's a problem. Happens every day. Uh, usually once or twice a year. Sometimes more, sometimes less. Someone decides to get into the hot springs. Actually, oh, hey, it looks great. They think it's like a hot tub. Now, some of these, it's just water. But it's hot water. And so you wouldn't, I mean, if you're sitting there and you're, you're boiling water on the stove, have you ever said, ah, wow, that looks so great and tempting and, and put your hand in the pot? You would never dream of doing that. Well, that's what these people are doing. And then the ones that have the chemicals, sulfur compounds and various uh, acids. Uh, Yeah, it might look alluring, I guess, like a hot tub, but, you know, it's going to melt your body. Remember that scene in fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark when the Nazi guy's face melted? That's going to be you. Yellowstone National Park officials are investigating as a park employee was walking along, looking left and right, and notices a shoe floating in the hot spring in the southern part of the park with a foot in the shoe. So he's like, oh, God, someone's shoe is in there. And he gets a stick, and he's fishing for it, and he gets it, and he, he gets a hold of it, and pulls it back in and and sets it down on the little deck there. And there's a foot inside, actually a part of a foot. My God. This was at the abyss pool. It's called the abyss pool. Why would you seriously? That led to the temporary closure of the West Thumb Geyser Basin and its parking lot. So you get all these people coming from all different parts of the United States. They travel from far away, and all they want to do is follow the rules, buy some shit in the gift shop. You got to get the magnet. You got to get the overpriced book and the T-shirt and the coffee mug and the koozie. Hey, when we're done, let's go see the abyss pool. All right, sounds great. Oh, no, hang out. We can't. Why? Well, because uh, 
someone's shoe with a foot was found inside of it. So uh, everybody has to go home. Y'all got to get out of here. What a bunch of assholes. This is why when it comes to our national parks, why we can't have nice things. Everybody is an idiot. Uh, Maureen says, is he okay? Well, we don't know. I guess if the rest of that body is still, hang on a second. Stacy, if the rest of that body is still intact, they might, uh, but I doubt it. I, I'm sure it's like dissolved away in there. It's that he's become one with he or she's become one with the earth. The comment, send Sal from maintenance to clean it up. So these four people have to go home now. Jesus, the park did not have any other info about the investigation to make public as of yesterday. So that's it. They they, they, they found a foot. Abyss pool. Uh, temperatures reach about 140 degrees Fahrenheit. In such hot springs, superheated water cools as it reaches the surface. It sinks and is replaced by hotter water from below. The circulation prevents the water from reaching the temperature needed to set off an eruption like what happens with other geysers in the park, according to the park's website. It's phenomenal. I'm going to tell you. I've been there twice. And there's right where... uh, uh, old faithful is there's other geysers there too. And there's one in particular, I think it's called the beehive and it's even more astounding than old faithful. I mean, it shoots higher. It's more intense. It goes longer. Uh, it, I'm, it sounds like I'm describing an orgasm, but it's true. But the thing about beehive is it's, uh, not as, um, like old faithful, you can count on it firing off at this amount of time, every single time they've got it down, but the beehive one, you're like, ah, when, when, is, uh, I think it's getting ready to erupt. Yeah. Get over there. See, then you got a few minutes to get there and then it just goes crazy ape shit. You can spend a whole day there watching geysers. It's spectacular, but stay on the path, idiot. For the love of God, don't do that. This is why we can't have nice things. Now, again, this is coming from a guy who did break a rule at uh, Montana's Glacier National Park when I got up close and personal with that uh, bighorn sheep. That was a a big mistake on my part, but I've since learned. I know that that was an absolute uh, risky maneuver, and I would never do that again. So I am reformed, but... I, I don't know. I, I blame that. The reason why I did get so close to that big horn sheep when I was about two feet away from it was because of my desire to try to win ratings in morning drive. That's what I chalked that up to in my never ending quest to try to get attention, to try to win a ratings, a ratings fight, which I had no chance of winning from day one. That's why I was motivated to do that. So I blame that whole desire on me making such a terrible mistake, which could have been fatal because that sheep could very easily have just looked at me and just ran at me and knocked me off the side of that mountain. And that would have been the end, the end of Eric for sure. All right, we're moving on.
Deshaun Watson has had his suspension updated. This whole story is one of the weirdest things ever. The timeline of events on this, it's taken forever. And while that's happened, the accusations, the payoffs, the lawsuits, now this punishment, the lack of charges, grand juries, this started in January of 21. So, you know, we're knocking on the door in January of 23. It would be two years. In that time, a football team, despite knowing all of this shit circulating around, made a hard, and in fact, several teams um, wanted to get this guy as their quarterback despite knowing all of these accusations. And just about the time that you think that the Detroit Lions are the laughing stock of the NFL, the Cleveland Browns wrestle that mantle from them. Them going so hard at getting Deshaun Watson is one of the biggest head scratchers I've ever seen. Uh, He will not play. He's going to miss 11 games now. Um, And he's not admitting any guilt or anything like that. Um, God. In fact, if you were to look at all the key points in this story, and if you're watching the show, you'll be able to see me scroll through this. This is, it says real world timeline. And there you go. January 3rd, 2021, Texas Texans lose to Tennessee 41-38 in the last game of the season. Watson's last game with the Texans. Houston missed the playoffs with a 4 and 12 record. It shouldn't say misses the playoffs with a 4 and 12 record. It should say Houston absolutely sucks with a 4 and 12 record. And then all of these things have taken place. These are all key moments in the timeline that have happened. Holy shit. The latest is now the NFL and players association finalized the settlement agreement in Watson's disciplinary process in 11 game suspension and a $5 million fine. Now he is denying all of this. Additionally, he will undergo a professional evaluation by behavioral experts and will follow their treatment program. It's so weird that he can be punished and has to go through a treatment program and he's admitted nothing. His reinstatement reportedly as a contingency aspect. The NFL, Browns owners, and Watson released statements on the matter and the quarterback... Um, this all happened yesterday, uh, wrote a long apology quote for any pain. The situation has caused and, uh, takes quote accountability for the decisions I made. Well, that's kind of admitting it. Is it not? I mean, if you're going to deny it, you should say, I never even got the massage or 
No, I, they're all lying. I have never done this. That's a lie. I mean, if you're going to deny, you got to go hard on this. You need to say that these are all lying whores who are trying to just soak me for money. That's it. Now, that's a lie. That's what you got to do. You can't be half pregnant, uh, pregnant on this deal. Browns owner Jimmy Haslam who's probably a bigger fool than anybody here, expressed that he feels the quarterback, quote, deserves a second chance. From what? He's denying it, right? And in a separate press conference, Watson maintained his innocence. So he's saying he's he's innocent, but he's saying he's sorry he caused pain. If I'm maintaining my innocence... I'm going to say, I'm sorry you're feeling pain, but I had nothing to do with it. So everybody in their right mind knows this guy is guilty. Not helping matters is the fact that, um, you know, there's been 24 lawsuits that have been filed against him. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, they're all settled and no charges are, are um, like in June. Watson reached settlement in 20 of the 24 lawsuits against him. So he's paying out some money. By the way, the 11 games he has, he also has to pay $5 million. Um, And I guess that goes to the NFL, who then donates it. I'm not sure. Um, This person, whose last name is Solis, a lady, a lady, was the first plaintiff to file against Watson, was not one of the women who settled their cases. Um, one of the Watson plaintiffs, another one filed a lawsuit against the Texans saying that the organization enabled the quarterback's behavior. Then on July 15th, the attorney for Watson announced that all of the women who made or planned to make claims against the Houston franchise had resolved their claims. So the team paid out. Deshaun Watson, July 22nd, reported to Brown's training camp. So now I'm kind of glossing over this as we speak. Um, there was, there's also no um, criminal charges that are going to be um, levied against him. There was two grand juries that decided that, and that that's weird to me. Um, so what's going on here? Why not? Now, in today's day and age, you're hearing more and more about Uh, prosecutors not wanting to charge because they're afraid that the circus that will ensue will uh, make them look bad. And that is an elected position to be a prosecuting attorney. So you hear about that all the time. Uh, I think 100% that this scumbag did this. 11 games. $5 $5 million. But if you're the Cleveland Browns, Jesus, you made such a hard push for this guy. Why would you do that? And it's not like this guy is the second coming of Peyton Manning. I mean, he's all right. He's pretty good. But I mean, for all of, even if he was uh, as good as like the best quarterback ever, if he's the next Tom Brady, I don't know why I didn't say Tom Brady the first time I spoke. I said Peyton Manning. 
Um, I mean, you have all that baggage that goes along with it. That's a fucking sideshow. Jesus. Kenny says that's because it's the Browns. My God. Just a mess. Hang on a second here. Daisy, what are you doing? That dog makes the grossest noises with her mouth. I can't take it. It just, it pushes me over the edge every time. You've seen me freak out. All right, moving on. The Milwaukee Brewers baseball team, they have a tradition. What they do is when the team hits a home run, the mascot is a guy by the name of Bernie Brewer. It's basically a drunk that looks like a cartoon character with the giant mustache. He looks like a typical resident of Wisconsin. Bernie Brewer is the mascot. And when there's a home run hit, you see in this picture, he goes down the stupid slide. Hey, congrats. There you go. So he's kind of got to be ready the whole game. What a terrible job. You got to stay up in this stupid Bernie Brewer house. And whenever there's a home run, he goes down the slide and then that's it. If I remember correctly, I thought he would go into a big, uh, a, a tall glass of beer. But they might have taken that away because everybody's woke now. Maybe at the last stadium. And is this a new stadium? I have no idea. They might have taken that out. But the idiot goes down the slide. So um, the Dodgers broadcasters, they came to town. The Dodgers taking on the uh, Milwaukee Brewers and the on-field reporter for the Dodgers is a guy by the name of uh, David Vasig. And uh, Vasig wanted to go down the slide. So they were all fired up about this. So they did it like before the game. They shot the video of him going down the slide. Well, it didn't go as planned. And uh, the main announcers are um, Nomar Garcia-Para and Joe Davis. Garcia-Para used to play. I remember him. And uh, so they're going to intro this, and they're going to tell you what happened. And, boy, do they find this funny, and so do I. So if you're watching this, you're going to have to click on the uh, link in the show notes to see it all unfold. So audio check. Video check. Here we go. Vasse has been talking for three days about going down the slide here in Milwaukee. I've never heard somebody so excited about doing anything, and David did do it today. Watch. All right, here we go. Strike on Muncy. Okay, now now they're they're showing it again while they're stifling their laughter. The stupid slide ends, and then there's like a solid wall there. And I don't know why that solid wall is there, but this guy hits the wall hard. Now, there's more to this. It isn't just he hit the wall and they're laughing. 
He was badly injured. Strike on Muncie. Oh, no. Okay. First, I want to report that he's okay. Kind of. Okay. okay, so now they're back to the game. Okay, and they're showing, they're laughing their asses off, and they're showing the batter and the pitcher and the whole shit show. And then they're going to cut to real time. Now, this is hours after the fact. They're going to cut to Vasig on the field because he's the on field reporter. <laughs> Hi, guys. He's got a broken arm. Hey, I do my own stunts, Tom Cruise style. I try to play it up, Shacked in the Fool style, and you're looking at the Fool, but. Uh... Okay. Not only that, so his right arm is in a cast. He broke his arm. If Because you could see it kind of went behind him. See that? His arm broke. And, and he broke six ribs. Holy shit. Holy crap. Holy crap. Holy crap. Holy crap. You know, I, I can't believe that did that much damage. He didn't hit it that hard. I mean, it's kind of silly that it's set up that they have the wall there, but <laughs> these guys cracking up at him. I love that. Strike on Oh, no. Okay. First, I want to report that he's okay. He's okay. Dave. Dave. Hi, guys. <laughs> the fact. I do my own stunts. That is something. Okay, but they're not done having fun with this guy. Uh, here's the dude working. Then, as you see, this is the mascot I was telling you about. This is the guy, the Bernie Brewer dude. And uh, zero days since last incident. That's funny. The mascot standing next to the guy. A slide instruction manual. So they're really playing it up. They're having a good time with it. Yeah, they're not going to be having a good time when Vasek sues him. I don't know. Did he... Uh, that's the question that the owner of the Brewers has. Did he sign the waiver? This uh, this could be the, one of the best things that's ever happened to Vasek. Even if he doesn't sue for millions, and he should, uh, this is good for the career. I mean, we're talking about him. And not I'm not talking... Not because I'm talking about him. I mean, who cares about me? Other people are talking about him. Cole refers to him as a pussy and soft as fuck. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's, maybe there was, it was obviously the way he stopped. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. But, uh, so yeah, busted arm on the guy. He's playing it up. That's the way you, you got to roll with these things. That's good. I like the baseball players laughing in his face. All right. Congrats on the advancement in your career. That's good for business. Now get to suing. Daisy, I'm warning you. What? What did I do? This damn dog. I swear to God. I think she has to take a dump. She just burped. Uh, 
Adam J writes, oh my goodness, I was listening to Ben and Eric's show from last night just now. You were talking about butt sex, and my conference line was on with upper management. Did they react? Question mark. I got to get Queen of the Forest in here. I can't. I just, you know, I get so annoyed with this dog. Uh, one of them is farting. I think it's Daisy. And she's making these horrible noises with her mouth. <laughs> okay. I can't, I can't take it. I've got 55 more minutes of doing this show. And she's at my feet making gross mouth noises. Like licking or if she's, uh, it's, uh, snoring? Is no, she... it's not snoring. She's either licking the couch, licking her paws, uh, licking her own face being gross, farting, and i it's bugging me. I can't. It's really getting on my nerves. How do you know that, it, how, that it's Daisy farting? I don't, but the mouth noises are, that's enough. Mm. Okay. So you can okay. you come get her? Yeah, I'll come get her, but yeah. I, I have to leave. So what, do I just leave her down here? No. Well, when do you leave? My, my my appointment's at ten, so I gotta leave at nine forty-five. Uh, don't even worry about it then. Don't okay. even, don't even worry about it. I'll just I'll just put up with it. I'm, I swear okay. to God, I can't take it. <laughs> well, just smack her on the head. No, I don't want to do that. People get I'll get uh, people get so pissed at me if I do that. <laughs> All right. <sighs> All right. Um, okay. Anything I need to know? What's going on this weekend? Am I? Is there some place I have to be? On uh, Saturday, yeah. What? Remember, uh, well. I'm booked. I'm booked. I have uh, Berlin Raceway to, on Saturday. Mm. Well, I told you about this about a month ago, so. What is it? I can't say it on the, because it's, it's, it, someone might hear that can't hear. Can you text me? Because I have this booked. I have to be there. Okay, I'll text you. Bye. So basically just text me the thing that I can't go to. Bye. The only way I could is if it, Berlin gets rained out. Well, it's supposed to rain all day Saturday, so. And storm Saturday night. Really? Yeah, there's like a 70% chance of thunderstorms on Saturday Another night. shitty weekend, huh? Yeah. All weekend it's supposed to rain, except for today. I cannot remember what the hell it is you're talking about. Can you give me a hint that maybe only I would know? Uh... Mike is the first name. Mike Ball? No. I want to text you. I got to go. I got to get ready for this. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. This is uh, one of those examples of you never listen. I tell you these things. You never listen to me. Hold on. Daisy. Get the fuck out of here. Get Beat it. All right. I got to focus. Focus, Eric. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, scheduled. Ma- Hold on. Oh, there's no way. I barely remember that, period. You got to let me know these things more in advance. No, that's not true. She did let me know in advance. 
Let me rephrase that. You got to give me reminders. Period. She's going to hate that I said that to her. All right. Um, Yeah, I can't do it. Unless if it rains. If it rains, then I can do it. Hopefully it'll rain then. No, I don't want it to rain because I want to go see the races at Berlin, you know? All right. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. My God, love them so much. For scheduled maintenance, this is where you take your cars. If you listen to this show and you like you like the show, you got to support the sponsors because if that ever stops, well, then I'm screwed. No more podcast. Hey, what are you? Go sell homes or something. Uh, but for nearly four years, I've been doing it this way, and it seems to be going along just fine. So thank you. That's because of all of you supporting the sponsors. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Family-owned, veteran-owned, lady-owned. In the middle of Grand Rapids, 44th Street, just a few blocks east of US 131. Uh, Reach out to them. Go to their website, irvines.com, for more information. E-R-Vines. E-R-Vines.com. I got an uh, HVAC specialist, A&E Heating and Cooling. If you have any uh, maintenance that needs to be done, scheduled maintenance, tune up for your AC or your furnace. Maybe you're getting a new furnace or AC unit installed. Call upon A&E Heating and Cooling. Just make them part of the process of you, uh, uh, you know, getting estimates from people. They will beat the other ones that you're getting the estimates from. If they don't, let them know. Say, hey, Eric Zane says you're going to beat this, and they should do it. 616-516-8579, installing the best furnaces and air conditioners known to man, the comfort maker. Off you go. 616-516-8579. Also, thanks to the Kent County Health Department. Uh, bang on their door for information about uh, the WIC program for former Zaniac members. Immunizations as the kids go back to school or if you're big, uh, getting ready to travel abroad. Any type of uh, personal health services. And uh, also, while I'm at it, um, you can get information about breastfeeding. August is Breastfeeding Awareness Month. Thank you so much to the Kent County Health Department. Accesskent.com slash health. Okay, I actually am going to take a quick break. Uh, I got to get Daisy out of here. I am uh, this shifting on the fly. The farts are too bad. Don't go anywhere. Oh, boy. I will be back. Oh, fuck. That was terrible. Man. Cannot handle it. All right. Just saw this story show up. East Penborough Township. The authorities there received a complaint. They were tipped off about some uh, some type of illegal activity going on. Cops were led to the house of a gentleman by the name of Jeremy Pauley. The story is just coming out now, but this all happened back on July 8th. Police knocked on the door 
and the guy answered it. Now, when the dude answered the door, right away, they're like, oh, Jesus, we have got to, we need to investigate this further. We have reason to believe there's some terrible things going on. And now that we've seen you, we believe that to be true. So basically they say to the judge, yeah, we need a warrant to search the property. Why is that? What, uh, on what grounds? Well, we're hearing about ABC problem. These things being sold out of the home. Okay. Well, uh, what type of evidence before I sign this search warrant? And then the cops hold up a picture of the guy and the judge goes, Oh Jesus Christ. Yes. Sign it. I'll show you an image of what the guy looks like in a second. Stay put. Don't look on your own. Police went into the home. Jeremy Pauly had three real full skeletons, 15 to 20 human skulls, and buckets containing 15 gallons of human remains and organs such as livers, brains, kidneys, etc. etc. I I don't need etc. Tell me what else. What, were there dicks in there? Livers, brains, kidneys and dicks. The documents state Paulie was found to have purchased these human body parts via Facebook from some lady in Arkansas named Candace Scott. One half head, one half head. Are we talking about like top to bottom half or across half? One whole head minus the skull cap. Three brains with a skull cap, one heart, one liver, one lung, two kidneys, one full female pelvis, one piece of skin with a nipple, and four hands. Jeremy Pauly purchased all of this from Candace Scott for $4,000. An investigation by the FBI in Arkansas determined that she stole all of this from a mortuary in Arkansas. So many questions. I don't even know where to begin. Authorities say that Paulie had admitted to purchasing two shipments of body parts from Scott. Stating that he was a collector of oddities, like Adam the Odd. And that the human parts were purchased through legal means. Police also say that they were able to determine that those human remains were then being sold by Pauly for monetary gain. So he's like flipping the body parts. 
That's what everybody does these days. There's, there's uh, reality shows for everything. Flip this car. Flip this house. Uh, flip this kidney. Um, they were tracking down that he that this dude, Jeremy Pauly, uh, was sending this stuff off. Human remains sent to Enola, Arkansas, Scranton, PA. After a shipment of remains from Polly was intercepted by USPS Scranton agents. So he's getting the shit and then like flipping it and selling it off to people. Polly was arrested and released on a $50,000 bond on August 18th on the charges of abuse of a corpse, receiving stolen property and dealing in proceeds of unlawful activity. You know, these are people that walk amongst us. These defective people. Now, Jeremy Pauly's vote, at least it was till this felony occurred, which he's going to be convicted of, counted for as much as yours and mine. That's what's staggering. He's got the same rights as you and I, and he shouldn't. Now, I haven't even gotten to the best part of this story. The pictures. Uh, here you go. Or the picture. This is Jeremy Pauly, his mugshot. That, of course, the guy collecting body parts and reselling them has had spikes implanted to the top of his head. Of course, he's got shit in his lip. Of course, one of the white parts of his, one of his eyes, the white part is tattooed black. And of course, one half of his face is completely tatted up. Oh my God. Look at this. Of course, he's got gauges in his fucking ears. This is, you know, this is the second guy we've featured on the show today who's had gauges in his ears. The first guy somehow beat the rap of trying to kidnap the governor. And now the second guy is accused of selling body parts online. Ladies, if you encounter someone with shit in their face or gauges in their ears or tattoos on their face or on their neck or their eyes are tattooed, Will you please, or shit, spikes coming out of their fucking head. Will you please, please do not have sex with them. Because if you do, you might actually give birth to a fucking weirdo like this asshole. And then we're set, the the next generation of zaniacs is born. We cannot have this anymore. Please, ladies, do not have sex with these men. This is an impassioned push. Stay away. Oh, my God. If you are listening to the audio podcast, you must see this. Oh, my God. Wow. Hopefully, we'll get some follow-up on that. Okay, moving on. If you're a fan of the film Jurassic Park... um, you know how that, that whole thing went. They got the DNA, they made the dinosaurs, and then you've got a uh, terrific, uh, or, or read the book, I guess. Uh, 
who 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 wrote that? Is it Michael Crichton? Is that right? Um, okay, that's a terrific plot. Um, but that's actually happening now. We have the capability to actually make shit like that happen. And uh, I read that in 2027, there is a, a, a an investment group or a company or whatever that is planning on trying to reintroduce the woolly mammoth. In fact, I think it's the company that is featured in the story that I'm about to get into right now. Um, there is a creature that uh, scientists are trying to recreate that is known as the Tasmanian tiger that has been extinct since like the 1930s. And this is a thing looks like a cross between a cat and a dog. It looks like the devil. It's a horrible looking creature, but for some reason they want to bring it back. This is what the Tasmanian tiger looks like. It's straight out of a horror movie. I wish that they would not do this because, well, I mean, if you're going to do this, do it with something cool. I don't want a fucking Tasmanian tiger. Do it with an actual T-Rex. I mean, is that is that what's next here? Have you ever heard of the uh, uh, gene editing uh, procedure known as CRISPR? This is like a uh, this is like the arts and crafts of gene therapy where they're taking actual strands of uh, DNA and like a cutting shit out proteins and putting shit in. And then somehow the next thing, you know, you got a Tasmanian tiger. Now I don't know half of this shit, but that's what they're doing. Uh, the company is known as colossal. And yes, this is the same company that is planning on bringing back the woolly mammoth. Now you might think that this sounds insane, but there are some pretty big hitters that are backing this. The Hemsworths. Chris Hemsworth is big in supporting Colossal. Him and his brothers, Luke and Liam, are throwing uh, tons of money at Colossal Biosciences. And so, yeah, all this money from these uh, investors is, is, is headed their way, and these scientists are working to try to uh, bring back extinct species and i think that that's pretty cool i i uh the tasmanian tiger is one that i don't know why there's why why they're going with that i mean it's to me i like the idea of the woolly mammoth uh an elephant like 10 times the size of a normal elephant uh that you know it's a fucking dinosaur for god's sake and i guess my question is could this really actually happen where the tale by michael crichton becomes one where they would then in fact possibly bring back a tyrannosaurus rex or some type of giant dinosaur and would that even be a thing because if they can bring back woolly mammoths of course you're you're dealing with the uh genetics of an elephant and then they manipulate it to become a woolly mammoth they're they're, they're creating a woolly mammoth so I guess it's not that far-fetched to think that they could actually possibly create a dinosaur, which I think there's a Jurassic Park film that is out right now. Uh, unlike the mammoths, the Tasmanian tiger, according to the article, cannot blame natural processes on its extinction. 
It was largely hunting to blame uh, for its decline. The last one shot to death was in 1930 by a guy who was protecting his chickens. The tiger, Tasmanian tiger would come in and eat the damn chickens. The guy said, the fucking thing. And he shot it and it was the last one. So they said, all right, way to go, asshole. You, you got rid of the last chicken killer. And he's like, well, I say good riddance because I'm trying to raise these fucking chickens here. And this damn Tasmanian tiger shows up. The thing looks like shit. Why do we even want this around? Uh, you know, this is ridiculous to even be uh, concerned with this. There you go. There's your, there's your Tasmanian tiger. Awful looking creature. But uh, that's apparently a thing. Let's see more on this. Andrew Pask, an evolutionary biology professor who's partnered with Colossal Biosciences, has made it clear that the plan is not to bring back the Tasmanian tiger as merely a science experiment, but for the long term. Well, good luck raising your chickens. Uh, we want to bring back a number, a good number of animals that you can put back into the environment. Um, if you are familiar with CRISPR, the gene editing um, procedure, that's that's how it's working, which seemed like science fiction when I first heard about it, but now it seems like it's very, very feasible. So who knows? You could be seeing a Tasmanian tiger in the near future. God, I'm just anxious to find out how it actually, uh, you know, once you create it, does it, do they have to put it like in a womb of an animal? I mean, this all seems a little bit sketchy to me. Like it's some type, isn't there some type of ethical problem um, with doing this? The science community does say potential ethical implications. What if animals like the Tasmanian tiger are brought back just to go extinct again? How will their reintroduction to the wilderness impact indigenous peoples? Can we really hope to predict how they will fare? Yeah, what if they lose their mind? Very strange. Very strange. Penny Lane is in my ear and in my eyes. Uh, Bennett Flooring Installation called upon them 616-318-0167 tomorrow. Bennett Flooring Installation at the Eric Zancho Podcast Household installing flooring in the bedroom. Thank you. I've already ripped up the old flooring that has been peed on thousands of times by our dogs, uh, all in an effort to eliminate all carpeting from this house. We still have two bedrooms and a staircase. Slowly but surely, it's leaving. And I owe it all to Bennett Flooring Installation. Um, Jacob has said to me, he goes, I'm not kidding you. The things I've seen. If you have pets. Do not have carpeting. Mike Ball. He's talking about you. Bennett Flooring Installation 616-318-0167. If you have a Tasmanian tiger, it's going to pee and crap on the carpeting. Get the flooring replaced. Call up Jacob. Send him a text or call him and say, hey, come to my house and measure 
Eric Zane told me to tell you to do this, and he will if you are in West Michigan. If you're not in West Michigan, this is not for you. Just disregard. The flooring that I want you to buy, I got it from Johnson Carpet Discount Outlet. I want you to do the same thing. Every type of flooring imaginable is at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Two stores under one umbrella, but we're focusing on the discount outlet because that is where the cheapest is. All right. You could go to the main showroom, but if you go to the discount outlet, that's all of the top selling brands under one roof. The most popular, the best selling, one roof, deep discounts because they buy so much of it at one time. In Granville, Michigan, along Chicago Drive behind Little Caesars. Go in there, buy it cheap, mention my name, and they will take an additional 10% off of what your purchase is. Awesome. Thank you, Kent. And my pals over at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan, invites you to come see them this weekend. Get a beer, get a drink. Get a burger, the best burgers imaginable. Absolutely incredible. Bosco's Pub, Hudsonville, Michigan. Love them. Part of Terra Square. More information online, boscospub.com. Okay, I'm going to rifle through these. Get them out of the way. You got racing at Berlin Saturday, weather permitting. Berlinraceway.com, 12 bucks a ticket when you buy it online. Parking is always free. Bring a cooler, 15 and under, free, berlinraceway.com. Blue Frost IT, anything IT related uh, related for your business, 616-285-50. If you need an upgrade in your tech at your small or medium-sized business, sit down with Blue Frost IT for a complimentary consultation, and off you go. Absolutely fantastic. Great company. And then after you set it all up, have them set it up, they can be your managed IT service provider like I have for them with this business right here. Last but not least, Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. You need a mortgage. A little bit of a weird time because uh, interest rates are going up. The Fed trying to put the brakes on uh, everything in the home buying market. They're like, okay, man, we're trying to slow this train down. You can still get a great mortgage. Get it from Mario Flores and the Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3035. All right. You ever get a collection notice in the mail? We just got one for the NFK. They had been calling about this bill, and I kind of let it go to voicemail one too many times. This is for, like, healthcare. And then he gets this thing in the mail from a, uh, an address I don't recognize. And uh, I usually uh, open his mail for him. But in this case, it's like, hey, you got some mail. He opens it up, and it's a collection notice. And he's like, shit, fuck. What the fuck is this? And I go, uh, actually, he goes, shit, fuck. What the fuck is this? I can't. What am I supposed to do with this? And uh, I said, um, well, I'll take care of it. It's for $13.98. Holy shit. There's still time for trigger time with Rick. You're right. I forgot you, Rick. Let me call you right now. My bad. 
Thank you for the reminder, audience members. I would have, I would have, I would have broken his heart. Well, well, well. I had a feeling I was forgetting something. Do you have you ever done that? I had a feeling, absolutely. I had a feeling last night when you didn't send me the show notes. I'm like, I bet you forgot. Yeah, I normally I send you, hey Rick, this is what I want to talk about or what we can talk about, and I and you're right, I didn't do that. And as bad as I wanted to have a good segment today, even worse, I wanted to have something to hold over your head. Okay, well, so I'm late, but I mean, can we still salvage this, Rick? I can't do it today. I scheduled something for 9.30, and I'm loading my trailer up and heading over there right now. Uh, it's actually the axe throwing stuff, so I'm grabbing the axe throwing stuff today, so hopefully in a few weeks we'll have that up going. That's okay. That's okay. So while you're doing this, um, when you say axe throwing stuff, some guy had an axe throwing business, and you bought all of the supplies for that, right? Basically, yeah, yeah. So they're basically prefab, ready-made to go, and I just got to clear a spot and pretty it up and put it together. So put a fresh coat of paint on it and throw some axes. That's right. Yep. All right. That'll be another thing we can do at TC Paintball. Yeah, absolutely. So that, uh, I mean, I know I said it before. I say it a lot. We need to get to scheduling that next one. I'll look at, uh, I'll look at dates and send you a handful of possible dates so we can start uh, promoting it. So that means we'll do paintball and then we'll throw axes. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. All right. I'm all about I- it. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good, uh, I think it'll be a good add-on for bachelor parties. We do a lot of bachelor parties, and I think that's just a, I mean, that's just a no-brainer add-on. You know, I think once I say it, they're going to be like, oh, my God, heck, yeah, let's add that to the end. Yep, yep, yep. I think that's that's a great thing. So, you know, basically, it's one cost for you to get the shit, and then that's it. Everything else is sky's the limit. Yeah, there's some uh, there's some upkeep costs, and I and it's gonna come in. And typically, the way I do everything is I get it running, and then I improve it as I go. I know the improvements I want to make. I've I've studied the industry just a little bit on on what's good and what's bad out there, and it really comes down to the target itself. And I'm gonna make um, I'm I'm gonna build a really good target. And the difference in the good and bad targets is the good targets the axes stick to them all the time, no matter which way the blade hits it. And the bad targets you kind of got to hit it with the grain yeah. to get the axe to stick in yep. there. So we already we already know what upgrades we're gonna make. We just gotta get it in here and get it rolling, and then start going in that direction. I think you need styrofoam uh, targets. No, <laughs> no, you just stick to being a big mouth. Let me handle this. Okay, I can't wait. Well, I'm sorry I, I screwed everything up. That's okay. We had a good chat anyway, and uh, next week send me the damn talking points. Are the guys being uh, accused of uh, convicting or uh, kidnapping? Wanting to kidnap Whitmer? Going to go free? I think anything can happen, man. I don't know. I thought it was a kind of an open shut case when it happened. They sound like uh, radicals. Um, but I don't. Why did the first, Why did they get acquitted the first time? What happened there? I don't know any of the details of the case. They didn't really say that. Here was the problem. You know what I, I, I don't mean? know, man. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they want to burn these these ones that are still on trial worse than what they wanted to burn the ones they acquitted. I don't know. But uh, I think anything's possible. But I think that uh, I don't think that they're all going to go free. I think they're going to these uh, this latest round of uh, of uh, trials is going to produce some convictions. All right, make sure you listen to my call of sale and maintenance. Yeah, I listened to the Patreon yesterday, but I didn't get to listen to that one yet. So I listened to that today. Okay, I heard it was good. I heard it was good. Have a good one. <laughs>
Take it easy. All right, sir. Rick from TC Paintball, abbreviated version of Trigger Time. Had to get a couple questions in. Rick can talk. Now, think about Rick. Talks fast. He's sharing his points, though wrong, usually. But different than Chris in Minnesota. He doesn't bore you to death with minutia. Chris is not going to be, he is butthurt about this. And, and the only, the, the only worse thing than a guy who talks so much, it makes you want to hang yourself is the guy who you bust for talking so much that it makes you want to hang yourself who then becomes indignant like I did something wrong. No. I'm the I'm the hero who saved all of those people from certain suicide. You cannot know. Aram says Kenny is so much better than Chris in Minnesota. You mean at editing? Well, yes. I mean, I I think that if I continue to attack him for this horrible habit of his, he might become like the uh, the Zaniacs. Hey, Kenny. Can you believe Chris? (laughs) Yeah, he's taking the mantle, hasn't he? Oh, my God. I thought you were the worst ever, but I've beaten the shit out of you enough. So that we yeah. can get some degree of editing out of out of him. Oh my God! Oh. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do it like like Rick. You gotta talk fast and get straight to your point. Yeah, and just don't talk so much. You don't need so many details. And I'm like, holy shit! I I they the the look on Adam uh, Adam S's face during he. I swear to God, I thought he was gonna throw himself into a wood chipper. But, yeah, for anyone who normally just listens to those later, they should definitely go back through the Patreon link and watch the video. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Now, what do you think about him being indignant and like, yeah, you okay? Yeah, I talk too much. He was like hurt by it, wasn't he? I don't know. I think he was. They might have been just playing it up, you know? Okay, I hope I hope he's not hurt. I mean, I don't want him to get hurt. Well, I mean, I kind of do. I kind of want him to get hurt so that he won't do it anymore. Well, if I'm still okay after all the years and everything and all the beat-ups, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, there have been some bad ones with you. Okay. All right. <laughs> so um, uh, how's your long-distance uh, friendship going, Kenny? Don't you have a long-distance friendship happening with uh, the very talented yeah. Teresa, yes? Yes, it's it's uh, it's going good so far. So, yeah. Okay. All good. Got some yoga today. Uh, are you going to do some yoga? Oh, dude, no. Today's a day off. I uh, I am so sore today. Um, I really kind of got really into it yesterday during my lunch break and might have overdone it. I don't know. But today, uh, like, I have a schedule through the app for the DDP Yoga, and today is a day off, and I'm really thankful. Okay, buddy. Good luck. Yeah, I, this is what I needed, man. All right. Very good. But, hey, I'm on uh, season two, episode 10 on Breaking Bad now. Dude, you're ripping through it. I forget how many seasons there are. 
Uh, there's five, but I don't know how many episodes are in each season. The, uh, the first one was, uh, way shorter than I thought. I was actually in the second season before I even realized it. That's because they, it had, uh, it hadn't yet gained popularity. And then, yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. But yeah, man, once you get started on that, you just can't stop. Oh yeah. It's, uh, to me, it, it was the greatest show ever until Saul came around. Oh yeah, yeah. I found out who Saul was last night. I got to. <laughs> yeah, his his entry is the scene when Badger's getting interrogated by that skinny skinny uh, cop. Yeah, yeah. Comes so in. weird. I totally thought that dude was not a cop because he looks so much like a method. <laughs> I like how Saul comes in and refers to him as a sneaky Pete. He goes, "You <laughs> sneaky Pete, go get a juice box and get out of here." Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I saw that one late last night. All right. Really good. Thank you. All right, man. Get out of here. See that? Short. Short, brief, to the point. The pig murderer doesn't do that. The dildo sales lady says the greatest show ever was Friends. Oh, God. Come on. You know, I've never seen an episode of that. Never. All right. A lot going on, and I still have a story that I want to talk to you about right now, and I cannot believe this has happened yet again. I believe it was about a year ago that it was a story about somebody was on a bike I believe in Florida. And as I remember, as the guy was on a drawbridge, maybe it was a chick, the person that was running the drawbridge hit the button without looking and the fucking thing opened up. And, uh, well, that was it. Somebody died. The guy on the bike died and oh, it was just hideous. And I, you would think that in the description of drawbridge operator, the number one thing is before you open the drawbridge, make sure there's no one on the drawbridge. Uh, this one out of Milwaukee. Audio check. Video, check. 71-year-old man falls to his death. We're hearing from the family of the Rhode Island man who died on the Kilbourne Avenue drawbridge in Milwaukee. CBS 58's Ikari Nakayama talked to his children and has more on how they're remembering him. Richard Jardin's family describe him as a great father and a devout Catholic, actually making his way to church before his untimely death. Oh, no. It's shocking and so sad. I don't think we've fully processed it yet. A family reeling after the... So, okay. The sudden loss of father and husband, Richard Dujardin. If we had anything that we needed, he was there for us. Oh, dear God. 
Look at they actually have B-roll of the actual drawbridge. It's suddenly coming to an end while walking across the Kilbourne Street drawbridge on Monday when the bridge opened while he was still on. The Milwaukee County Medical Examiner's report says he fell 70 feet to his death, hanging on to a handrail for one to two minutes, leaving behind six children and 12 grandchildren. Oh, my God. Family reminiscing on the time they had with their father. One thing that always just stands out about him is his devotion to the Catholic faith. Um, in fact, that day that he was walking across the bridge, he was going to Mass. They describe him as a traveler. Oh. He was in Milwaukee for a conference. He was always very curious, and he was always very comfortable to be around. And a natural-born storyteller, a reporter for the Providence Journal in Rhode Island. His favorite beat, religion. He got the Lifetime Achievement. Look, he, he met the Pope. Newswriters Association in 2015. But what they say will never be forgotten is the bond Dujardin had with his wife, Rosemary, married for over 50 years. They were never bored because they would always be doing everything um, and they would just always be just exploring life, talking, interacting. And they wrote love letters to each other every day. Memories they'll oh, cherish and carry with them. The Dujardins are in the process of planning the funeral, which will take place in Rhode Island. Here in Milwaukee, Yukari Nakayama, CBS 58 News. And Mayor Kevlar Johnson making his first public comments about the fatal accident on the bridge. This is you know, a, a heartbreaking story that every person in Milwaukee, um, their, their hearts are going out to this, this man, his wife and their family. Mayor said he doesn't know all the details of the incident yet and referred some questions to the Department of Public Works. One question he was asked, is the remote operation of the bridge a problem? From my understanding, uh, the way that the city has operated the bridges this way, it, 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 that's, that's been happening for some time, for years and years and years. I don't know exactly the number of years, but for years and years. Um, and there have not been uh, issues like this in the past. Mayor Johnson also said he would like... Okay, so it's not known if there's a person manning the button. ...to talk to the family of Mr. DeJardin. We, he did not say whether or not his office has reached out yet. Okay, so I was reading that in this particular story, the, the dude who died, Adnan says, is he okay? Yeah, you, you can't drop that joke when it said earlier that he's dead. Okay, you can't do that. How often do I have to review this with you people? It's very simple. That can only be said as a joke when death is not mentioned but is obvious. So if I said the woman was ripped apart uh, by 50 sharks, all that was found was an eyelid. If you then ask, is he okay, that does apply. Keep it to your own internal flow chart. You cannot recklessly throw the goddamn joke out like that. No more. It must be you can only say it when they don't say he died. Enough! You're ruining it! I've worked so hard to teach you. And you keep fucking up the joke. It 
Stevie says, who's getting yelled at now? Go back and listen. It's Adnan wrecking the, is he okay joke. You can't do that, man. God. Anyway. You ever have like, uh, like Diana always yells at me. Keep up. Come on. You're so slow. Hurry up. And like my daughters, my son, my grandkids, my daughter-in-law, my future son-in-law, Diana, they'll all be walking ahead of me and I'm putzing behind them. This guy, when you're old, you putz, you're putzing around and no doubt I'm surprised. And that's just a very, very sad story that we just heard that we didn't hear one of those family members say, yeah, he was a putzer. He was known to putz around. And that is only a term that you can describe uh, someone who's old and slow like me and like Mr. Dujardin who fell 70 some feet to his death uh, as a putzer. So because of the putzer, uh, it says here, his wife had already made it across to the other side and she's like, come on, putzer, let's go. Huh? Huh? Because Richard was hard of hearing. Quote, the lights, bells, and arms came down at each end of the bridge. However, Richard was hard of hearing. He thought, and it is thought, that he didn't notice them. He walked slowly and wore a hearing aid. God, of all the times that you don't want to walk slowly or be alone, if you can't hear, is on a drawbridge. He was also looking at an iPad as he crossed the bridge. Uh, These are all things that the city is going to say are the reason why they don't have to pay millions of dollars to the family of Richard Dujardin in the pending lawsuit because there's got to be a lawsuit. And how about that? Mary goes, yeah, I don't don't know, man. Talk to public works. I have no idea. Good man. I don't know. I, I, I need more info. That's what you say when you're about to be sued. You just kick that can down the road. Um, when he indicated remote, I don't, I don't know. What does that mean? Does that mean is someone still telling that thing to open or is it when, when something approaches the bridge, does it just do it automatically? I don't know if that's, this whole thing is fucked. Okay. The guy should, the family should probably sue for millions of dollars. I mean, you're 77. It's probably, there's still plenty of life in that guy. I would say millions of dollars is what the, uh, the city of Milwaukee should be sued for over this. And everybody should be sued. He was looking at the iPad. You should sue Apple. You should sue the wife of the deceased guy. Mrs. The kids should sue their mother. Because she did not, you know, hurry him along. Uh, you should sue the actual guy who died because he was so slow. You know, they, there's got to be some big lawsuits here moving forward. You got to sue Adnan for going out of his way to try to destroy my joke. You know, I wrote that thing when I was 15, 16 years old. Okay? And it's been a perfect joke. It is a perfect joke. But if you continue to try to square peg round hole it, fuck, I think I need to start banning people from the show. My God. Is that what is that what I need to do here?
All right. I hope you all have a great weekend. I'm about done. Before we go, as you know, I have to bring you the asshole of the day. By the way, uh, long live Jason Mays. This is the last time uh, he will be the sponsor of the asshole of the day. Now, he and I are still pretty close. He still listens. But he said to me, he goes, you know, I haven't had anybody buy any AMS oil since May. And I think that a lot of the uh, Zaniacs who left the show, uh, they did buy AMS oil. And they're probably not going to support me now because you're associated with me. And I, and I thought, yeah, that's, 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 I, you're probably right on that. I, I mean, I would hope not because you're a good guy, but so, um, he is, has, has said, Hey, I want to, I want to move on to the next phase, which means out, out of the Eric Zane show podcast. But I want you to, uh, still consider him. If you ever do an oil change. Uh, JM Synthetics. Okay, he's awesome. He's a huge supporter of the show and has been nothing but spectacular. Okay. So, I need to officially make this the last time that Jason is the sponsor of the asshole of the day. It's with a heavy heart that I announce that the asshole of the day Brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics is Adnan for ruining the joke that I worked so hard. And then with that, I will erase where it says JM Synthetics. Uh, I want you as a parting gift to just buy some oil from him and don't even use it. Just keep it as a keepsake of the time that we used to have. So TC Paintball is bringing you the asshole of the day. So go to JM Synthetics one more time and buy the oil and then just throw it away or give it to someone, okay? Uh, JMSynthetics.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, thank you to TC Paintball and thank you to Adnan for winning the asshole of the day. For we, the, These moments cannot go unpunished. Cole says, I use that joke all the time. It always kills when done right. Correct. And you must be smart about it. You got to do all those things that I just instructed you that you have to do. Don't try to be a Kyler because Kyler does that shit too. He throws it out there at ridiculous times when it doesn't make any sense. It's got to be right. And if even one variable is off, it's going to be terrible. Because if you do it right and say, well, after the, the shark incident that I just, the hypothetical I threw by you and you say, God, is she okay? The person who's telling you all the details is going to go, no, she's dead. And they're going to be indignant that you don't realize that. That's what's fucking funny about it, asshole. All right. That is the week in free podcasting. As we are banging on the door of show 900 in a couple of weeks, We will be there. 
I've got the Patreon podcast that starts in just a bit. I look forward to that with you. I encourage you to sign up. If I like, if you are on the free podcast now and you aren't on the Patreon, and I don't know all the people that are, but like Cole, if you're not on the Patreon, you need to be on the Patreon. Gonzalez, 1969. I don't know if you're on the Patreon. If you're not, you got to be on the Patreon. I know Maureen is. Adnan, if you're not on the Patreon, you need to be on the Patreon. Maureen is. Uh, Amanda is. Aram is. Kenny is. Adam S. is. Saucer uh, full of pigs. I don't know if you're on the Patreon. If you're on the Patreon, you need to be on the Patreon. Dirty Donut Race. Are you on the Patreon? You got to get on the Patreon. You all need to sign up. Thank you, folks. If not, have a great weekend. Is Saul on the Patreon? I don't know. I do not know. I'd have to go in and look. Okay. I could have been the asshole of the day for forgetting for forgetting Rick. Savage Sack Lunch. If you're not on the Patreon, you need to sign up for the Patreon. I need you there. Saucer Full of Pigs says, I'm on my way to sign up. Thanks, guys. Roger, you have a good weekend, too. Talk to you, folks. Take care. Bye-bye. is on the Patreon. Thank you. send you over to Rift Tracks. These are the creators of Mystery Science Theater 3000. And they do the same thing on Rift Tracks as they used to do on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Play shitty movies and make fun of them. Right at my alley. I love that. So that's my go-to show that I rave. In 25 seconds, I'll send you over there.